Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Joe Biden is not recognizing Donald Trump's executive privilege and says, have at it. Is he out to destroy the country and the presidency? Be careful what you wish for, Democrats. See, this is, the, this is their blind obsession. Orange man bad is their blind obsession. They're not dealing with their own failures right now. Everything is Donald Trump. Donald Trump hasn't been president for over a year. The Democrats are in charge of the House and the Senate. They run the executive branch and all the relevant agencies. Nothing is working right now. Nothing. The Afghan, Afghanistan withdrawal was a complete disaster. Complete disaster. The media has just moved on. All they're thinking about right now is two things. Orange man bad. This way they don't have to talk about their own failures. And how to clamp down on your civil liberties and civil rights. If you don't know. And this is going to be a big topic tonight on Wilkow on the Salem News Channel. Do you want to know where the Canadian elites are getting their ideas of calling these truckers insurrectionists and terrorists? You know where they're getting it from? Politico's reporting from Joe Biden. Is this, the, is this something that Biden ought to be involved in? It's like, do we not have problems of our own? Have you not checked the price of a gallon of gas? Inflation is at 7.5%. Food prices are through the roof. And what is the Biden administration dealing with? A trucker convoy in Ottawa, Canada. Like he doesn't have better things to do. So what is he going to try to do? Burn Donald Trump. Burn Donald Trump. Has no successes of his own, so it's burn orange man bad. Keep the Democrat base happy. They got nothing else. They got nothing else. And if they did, nightly, CNN and MSNBC would be telling you all the wonderful things the Biden administration is doing. There is no Biden boom. They can blather on all they want about this Biden boom. There's no Biden boom and there's 7.5% inflation. And right now the Federal Reserve has no idea what to do with itself. None. These theoretical academics, these paper writers and paper, paper readers are the most overeducated, useless people on planet Earth. I want to remind you of something. And I'm going to go to a piece from Reuters right now. While all this distraction stuff is happening, our border is wide open. Our border is wide open. While the Biden administration is teaching the Canadians how to further crack down on the rights of their citizens. We are being flooded. Flooded. 200,000 a month. And it's not going to end. Because Biden doesn't want it to end. The Democrats don't want it to end. They want to replace you in your own country. Oh, Andrew, you can't say that. But I can. But I can. And I just did. And now... We have the latest story from the border that's going to draw you in emotionally. Because every time we talk about them, we don't talk about sovereignty. Well, we talk about Ukrainian sovereignty, right? Biden, Harris, the Democrats. Ukrainian sovereignty is an absolute. The integrity of their border is an absolute. They say it over and over and over again. These are absolutes. Ukrainians' right to be sovereign is an absolute. 
Israel's not so much, ours not so much. An absolute. It's an absolute, their sovereignty. Ours not so much. Now, there's a new story at the border. Headline, here we go. I promised myself I wouldn't do this. Whenever we talk about the border, our border, that is, we're not talking about our sovereignty. Or our Constitution, Article 4, Section 4, we see doughy-eyed little girls. We're told about families that are fleeing poverty and violence. And that we can't actually have a border because there's poverty and violence in Central America. And they show us they don't show us the military-age males. They don't show us the men with the gang tattoos. They show us the four-year-old girl. Headline, Migrants Sew Their Mouths Shut in Quest for Mexico Passage to U.S. Border. A dozen undocumented migrants on Mexico's southern border sewed their mouths shut on Tuesday in a bid to convince the country's immigration authority to grant them passage towards the U.S. border. Notice they're not seeking refuge in Mexico. They're not seeking refuge in a neighboring country where they speak a common language, have a common culture. The only acceptable destination is the United States. I will sit here. If somebody could explain to me how the United States became the only accepted destination for millions of people. If they are asylum seekers, if they are asylum seekers, they cannot reside safely in their home country where they are a national because their government has made it unsafe for them. That is the very definition of an asylum seeker. If you were a political party member in a country that underwent revolution and there is reason to believe that members of that political party and their families will be round up, imprisoned, slaughtered, what have you, that is a cause for asylum. But asylum is sought in the nearest safe country. That means you are over the border, you are in another nation, the government can't touch you anymore, that's asylum. The idea that anyone around the world who's living in poverty or privation or whatever automatically gets the golden ticket into the United States is nonsense. We are party to no such agreement. But we're told if people want to come, as long as they've got it bad where they are, welcome to the United States. The migrants, mostly Central and South Americans, helped each other seal their lips using needles and plastic threads, leaving a small space to consume liquids and using alcohol to wipe away drops of blood from the stitches, Reuters images show. The migrants are sewing their lips together as a sign of protest, said Ineo Mujica, or Mujica, an activist at the demonstration. We hope the National Migration Institute can see that they are bleeding and that they are human beings. Some were carrying their children when they staged the dramatic protest in a border city with Guatemala, which for months has been filled with thousands of migrants waiting for papers to be able to freely cross the country. So they're demonstrating at the southern border, the Mexico, Mexican southern border, because they want Mexico to let them freely pass into the United States. 
They're not seeking asylum. This is economic migration. We are party to no treaty that guarantees anyone the right to migrate into the United States. But none of these issues can be framed without the way our government is treating us, we the people. The Democrats are always telling us, well, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. But they treat the rights of migrants as if they are. And this is my standing question, and I have not gotten an answer from it for it. How could a person sewing their mouth shut in Guatemala have an inalienable right to cross into the United States to file an asylum claim when the Democrats say no amendment is absolute? How can a non-citizen, a citizen, a national of another nation, inherently possess an inalienable right on the soil of the United States. But American citizens do not. Answer me that. See, now, this is where we we split. Do I feel bad for these people? Of course I do. It sucks when you have tyrannical, progressive, left-wing governments. Socialism is a killer. Do you ever notice nobody says, I'm going to leave capitalism for socialism? I mean, maybe, you know, you have one or two people, usually people that are already well-off and will be treated to the luxury of the elite and wherever it is they're going. But why don't we see mass migration away from capitalism? Why don't we see Americans, if capitalism and free markets are so bad, if limited government, if the right to keep and bear arms, these are just terrible, awful things. Oh, the humanity! Shouldn't we see millions of people exiting the United States for nations like Cuba, which have access to health care as part of their Declaration of Human Rights? Why aren't you all picking up and going to Australia? I mean, speak a common language, share a common heritage. They have unlimited law, uh, high taxes. They literally use their military and police to drag people from their homes from not for not being vaccinated. I mean, this is what you people on the left love so much. Why don't you go there? You know, they're always telling us if we don't want to turn the United States into what their vision for the future is, we should get out. Why should we get out? We're standing on the original intent of the Constitution. We stand for freedom and liberty, free speech, freedom of religion. Right to assemble peacefully. Yeah, we got that. We stand for the Constitution. We stand for America. We put America first. We're the ones that get to say, America, love it or leave it. I don't want your vision for the future. I don't want your big government. I don't want to wear a mask for the rest of my life. I don't want to line up every two to three months to get another booster because Anthony Fauci said so. I don't want that. If you want that, go to Australia. Why not? You'll be very happy there. Why is it 695 Patriot 9572874? At every single level where the Democrats are in charge, they have revoked civil rights. We don't have time for your talking. It's selfish. 
But when it comes to the border, when it comes to the border and immigration, those people, them, they, and if you reject them, if you say America first, secure the border, well, you're a racist. He, that's running out of, that's, that whole argument from the Democrats is running out, it's, it's just, it's run its course. Millions of people who heard that garbage, and maybe even believe some of it, are seeing just how out of control and tyrannical the Democrats are. Whether it's a mayor, or a governor, or Biden himself. Biden, is, Biden and Trudeau are colluding right now to revoke civil rights in Canada. Why? So our elites can repeat it here in the United States. They don't want to hear your mishmash talk about don't tread on me. It's do as you're told. And they're using the open border to get their way because they're just thinking to themselves, you know, it's only going to be a few presidential elections before everybody in Honduras is voting in the United States. They don't want a merit basis. We were we went over that yesterday with Bloomberg. Even the the editors at Bloomberg, of all places, were saying, we can't just have this family reunification. One person comes to the country, maybe they're productive, maybe they're not. We're always talking about what immigrants contribute to the economy. You know, we never talk what we pay out on their behalf. How much does it cost to feed and clothe them when they're getting processed, being flown around the country for more feeding and clothing? They're educating their children. And maybe if they get a job, do we make them pay any of the stuff back? Hell no. So if one person comes into the country and gets a job and brings in 12 other people behind them who are infirm or sick or elderly, that one person's contributions to our society are completely dwarfed by the other 12 people that came in in family reunification. If one person comes to this country and they contribute in taxes, let's say, after the earned income tax credit and everything else, 10 grand. But they bring in behind them 12 people. By the time they use Medicaid and Section 8 and food stamps and public education without paying taxes, cost the economy or the taxpayer 20 grand each, 25,000 each. Well, that 10 grand is long gone and eaten up. Wine six ninety five page eight nine five seven two eight seven four. I know I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. The Democrats want to defund the police, right? But they want eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. No new resources on the border, but they're gonna they're gonna line up. They're gonna line you up, and I'm gonna show you in a little bit. And they're, no matter what, they're not backing off these mandates. They might for a short period of time. Look at us, you know, we, we're we're nice. We we you know we we let we let we let you have your freedom back a little bit. If the Democrats take the House and the Senate, they're going to say we have a mandate to govern. See, people want mandates, and they're going to put them right back on because they love it and they love obedience training. We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this rate cannot be broken. Follow me on Twitter at Will Calvajari. Sirius XM Patreon.
You can join me live on the Will Count Majority Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot Channel 125.